Here's an honest question. How are you supposed to know what to do with your money? Very few of us are exposed to meaningful advice on how to manage our finances. Even fewer have the means to get professional financial guidance. Betterment is a platform that was built to do something radical, to give accessible financial advice that puts you first. If you're like most Americans, your money is probably sitting in a savings account, likely earning you next to nothing. Maybe you have an investment account that you're not really sure what to do with. Betterment can help you make sense of what to do with your money. Investing involves risk, but you don't have to know the ins and the outs of the stock market to start investing for your future. Betterment's technology will put your money to work choosing the stocks and strategies that are right for you because we know you have other things to do. Betterment's platform can even provide guidance on what financial goals make sense for you. Give your money a new home with Betterment, peace of mind included. Download the Betterment app today. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T for the betterment of you. Hey, it's your boy DJ Wolf. Um, yeah, I'm back in the DMV. And boy, nothing ever changes right here. Well, at least not the traffic and to some respect, not the people. Um, I, I got back in town yesterday after being in Cleveland for around four days, three nights. During that time, uh, there were like about a half a dozen shootings there. And then there was another shooting that happened yesterday. More on that a little later. But I, I ran through a dozen potholes. And many of them right on the main streets of East Cleveland. I was shocked. There potholes all over there. And I'm thinking, you know, the city could actually create jobs there. And generate revenue by allowing to hire people to replace the pothole to fix them. No, they won't do that. You know, I don't, I don't know. I just something got to be done. But my, the rumor has it that East Cleveland um, is going to be uh, divided up between Cleveland and Cleveland Heights. Cleveland Heights is going to get the uh, is going to get one part that's close to Cleveland Heights, and Cleveland's going to get the rest kind of the way it should be because Cleveland Heights that part of Cleveland Heights that they're trying to get is closer to them and the other part is close to the city you know it makes sense it makes a lot of sense I don't know why they won't do that anyway I think they don't want to divide East Cleveland because but they would but the two factions which is Cleveland and Cleveland Heights that can buy for East Cleveland will be able to get uh, uh, will be able to incorporate uh, sections either in Cleveland Heights or Cleveland which are, in a way will be a good thing that they'd be able to, to, to help out the revenue of, of East Cleveland and just incorporate into those one or two those two towns I think it's a good idea but I wish you know that people around the city at least some people I ain't gonna say who I wish some people would grow up there was an incident, if you don't already know about it, of this uh, 37-year-old guy who actually uh, killed a guy while posting it on Facebook. He shot a 74-year-old man. And uh, to the life of me, I don't even know why he even bothered that guy. That guy was minding his own, was minding, minding his own damn business. And I saw the video. It was very, very graphic, man. And it just... It haunted me a little bit. I was really sad about that, man. 
Because that could have been somebody's grandfather. Could have been my father. Could have been anybody's parents. Man. You know, it was just messed up. And the guy just, like, he was just cold. He told the guy, he said, you know, I don't know. I just don't even want to go into detail about it. It's just, I thought it was fucked up what he did. And there was no reason to do it. You know? But I'm hoping and praying that this guy get caught soon. You know? And I'm going to tell right from best you surrender because you know how cops are in Cleveland they do not play let alone state 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 troopers you know so I'm gonna just tell you right up front buddy uh, turn yourself in best thing you can do for yourself and everybody else there's no point of you know of, you know it's just 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 turn yourself in really the best thing to do because I don't you know it, 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 it broke my heart matter of fact I hadn't too long been in town yesterday when I heard back in town here in the DMV when I heard about it I was like damn I just left I just left Cleveland and some people who are, who know me today when I came back in thought hey you know we thought that it, it affected you and actually it didn't um, thank goodness but unfortunately it affected somebody's family and to me, that's fucked up. You know? And that's what really... It, it, it was troubling. It was troubling. It really was. It was very troubling when I saw that video. And I, like, I kind of, in a way, wish I hadn't saw it, but then I had to find out how evil this guy really was, man. This guy's mad, mad evil, man. And he needs to, he needs to turn himself in, man. That's, that's all I'm going to say about it. I can't, I won't go into it any further. He needs to really turn himself in. He seriously does. Because, you know, you be, I don't know, it's just, I was just, just did a, just did a podcast about how, how, how love is fading and evil is selling in and it is and that's what's troubling me you know this world man gotta I mean we gotta boy I tell you we gotta we gotta come together and get things right man cause I'm gonna tell you it's just mm. if, if, for no one else's sake do it for the kids man you know I had um, I saw my nephew first time in about 3-4 years uh, well, really, about probably about three. I think three years at least. And uh, him and his, and his mom. And come on, when his mom and him was leaving out, the first thing she told me, you know, and he's a talented young man. He's very artistic, art, art, you know, arts. He's very much into the arts. He's very art, art, art you know, he's very into arts, and he's really good at what he does. Especially for a young age, he has his own uh, channel on YouTube, and he's—I mean, it's like wow, it's crazy. I got to talk to him about tweaking a few things, but I mean, he's pretty good. You know, he's—he's—he's he's, he's good off the chip off the old office. But anyway, uh, nevertheless, uh, her message told me basically, hey, you know, gonna need you, you know, to be there. And, you know, she has a good point because I think he's still impressionable. 
and he needs that support and love you know and I do feel that based on his talent he needs that support and love But anyway, nevertheless, it's, uh, I just feel like it's so much pressure. Well, like I said, when I went home, it's just like, wow. It was an eye-opener. That yesterday after I heard about that was a real eye-opener. But what I saw in Cleveland, you know, around the city and the people I know and love, it, it, it was some things that opened my eyes, man. And things that made me say, hey, you got to. You gotta step it up a little bit. Whatever you, I don't know. It just mm, it made me feel so sad. Matter of fact, I was leaving out on my way out the city, going to the airport. Man, I just cried. I heard uh, I heard a song "Jesus Is Love" by Lionel Richie, and I just started crying. Man, my tears just streaming down my eyes, man, because I was thinking about how sad that my part of the city is. Downtown is vibrant. Downtown is the most vibrant I've ever seen it. It used to be the other way around 35 years ago. Four years ago. When downtown was a little on the draft side. It was still kind of a little bit vibrant, not as much as it is now. And the, the neighborhoods were vibrant. But downtown was okay. It was just, you know, buzzing around. It usually does, like most downtowns were at the time. But now it's the com it's complete opposite. Downtown is vibrant as hell, and the neighborhoods are, are just kind of like just getting by. You know, it's weird, and it's like I say again, it's really sad. You know, I was there four days. I remember back in the day was there was a number of kids lived on my street. You know, those those three uh, three nights and four days. I didn't hear any kids around there at all. And this used to be just on my side of the street. You know, I didn't hear no kids around there. I didn't almost hear no cars going by on the main streets. I didn't see any cars going by on the main streets. You know, I saw potholes everywhere, which is probably why a lot of people don't drive around there as much. It was just sad. And then downtown, I was down there Saturday, and I could I could barely I could I could get around a little bit in the morning because we we were down there early, like about ten ten thirty, and things were just starting to get around. People were just starting to come around there, and they had a protest on one side, Trump protest, and try to get parking around there, and that was kind of a mess because then when you get to the main open and parking, they said you got to come come around on the other side, the other side of the street, and I had to back up and go around. I was like, I just said forget it, you know, because I didn't have tickets for the, either the uh, Browns, I mean the. The Indians or the Cavaliers, who both teams played one hour apart right across the street from each other. And I knew that was going to be a big mess. I just said, forget it. You know. But it was a nice day. It was a nice, gorgeous day. Uh, well, actually, to take that back, it was raining that day. So. But nevertheless, I, you know, I, I, I do feel good about some things about the city, but other things I'm thinking, you know. Maybe Mayor Jackson isn't doing enough to get the neighborhoods vibrant again like they used to be. Uh, 
getting these companies who invest into the city to help create jobs around the neighborhoods. All those empty factories out there in those neighborhoods that I grew up around. You know, generate businesses around there. Guy was uh, talking to me at Matter of fact, Sarah, the same Sarah. I was out in the, for those of you who know Golden Gate Plaza. Red light camera reported ahead. Thank you. Uh, those of you who know about um, about uh, Golden Gate Plaza on Mayfield Road, my wife and I went out there for a little while, and I was coming out to uh, men's store, and the gentleman just came out and said, "Hey, young man," he said, "Y'all, uh, you know about you know it's, it's it's a shame that all these businesses are going away from the neighborhoods and they're going downtown." And I totally agree with him. We got we were talking for a few minutes about that. It really saddened me about that, man. Because I never heard anybody talk about neighborhoods like that. I mean, when I talked, I was I talked to him, and he was and he was right. He was like, all they're pushing all the the money and the funding away from the neighborhoods. They put it downtown. You know, and you know what it's called? It's called white flight. You know, that's what's going on. But I think eventually, I told somebody, well, eventually what's going to happen, the buzz is going to start generating around there that Cleveland's the happening place. They're going to start with downtown, and they're going to move out to the other parts of the neighborhood, and it's going to eventually be gentrified. White people will start buying them, investors, big investors will start buying up that cheap land that's vacant, and they're going to build on it, and eventually white people will move in. That's exactly what's going to go down. You know, they already done it in some of the neighborhoods already. University Circle, uh, Huff, and um, Cleveland Clinic areas around Carney, they've done that for years. They've been doing that. I, I remember I saw the advancement of gentrification back in the 80s. You know, I saw a lot of that happen. So, it's, uh, it's already happened in certain parts of the city already. And I got a feeling it's going to expand after a while. But, uh, it's kind of like bumming me out because the people who need needed the, the help the most from the city aren't getting it back from the city. This is people I know and love. And I care about very much. And it hurts me to my heart to see it. See them suffer the way they do right now. Up there. You know. Lack of jobs. Lack of social services. You know. Lack of local uh, uh, businesses around there. When I grew up, there were tons of businesses around there. Just around in my neighborhood area alone. You know, when they when those factories start moving away and stuff, the businesses start suffering. They start closing up. They start moving out to the suburbs or further downtown. You know, it's almost like downtown is another part, is another city from the city itself. That's what I saw. I'm going to still try to put together um, a mini. Uh, uh, documentary video on it real soon uh, probably by this weekend I hope 
I did shoot some footage. I didn't do a whole lot. I did like about three or four minutes. I couldn't do Boeing so much. I don't want to put my city out there like that. Other than what's already out there in the video that I'm going to uh, present. But that's as far as I want to take it. I won't be talking about that fool. Uh, I don't even, uh, I forgot the guy's name. I'm not even going to mention his name. He pissed me off so bad uh, after what he did. That guy who was, you know, was going around the city doing what he did. I, I'm not going to bring his name up. I'm not going to give him the publicity at all. He won't get that publicity from me. The only thing that, I, 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 that I'll, I'll put out there is that they're still looking for, that, they, that he gets caught. You know? And any new updates about his whereabouts, that's pretty much it. Otherwise, I'm not going to even mention his name. You know, because I, I thought about that. That's it. Why should I give this guy publicity for doing something that hurts his community? Because in essence, that's what he's doing. You know? To sit there, his brother, to sit there and, and just innocently shoot another brother. It's another mark against our people. I'm sorry. That's what it is. You know? Now, the question is, and yes, I'm going to throw this out to the Cleveland chapter of the Black Lives Matter movement. Where y'all at? I haven't heard one peep, not one peep from anybody about the Black, from the Black Lives Matter movement anywhere in the country, including Cleveland. Okay? Denouncing that murder. No. Nope. Not even the NAACP. No, nobody. You know, because of Black Lives Matter, when you when you're when you're assaulted or hurt by a cop, then Black Lives Matter when you're assaulted by your own doesn't make a difference. It should matter all the time, regardless of who is doing the perpetration on you. You know, that's the contradiction that I have against Black Lives Matter movement. I think they're a good cause, but I think there's some issues with them. And that my main issue is it only addresses the certain issue about uh, cops or racists against black people. What about your own people? You know, because to me, otherwise, that's a false narrative. If you're saying Black Lives Matter, then it should matter always, regardless of who's doing the perpetration. That's all I'm saying. You know, I had uh, about two, three years ago, I gave my opportunity to, to come on my podcast and talk about it and discuss it. You know, I actually talked to them. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was the Cleveland chapter. Not a peep from them after that. They was like, well, we'll get back to you. <laughs> really? Really? Okay. Watch out, vehicle stopped on shoulder ahead. Thank you. I like this thing. But anyway, um, that's about all I got for right now, guys. I, I, I'm just, you know, I'm feeling a little bit on the melancholy side because of what happened. But hopefully they'll catch this guy. And hopefully sooner than later. All right, guys. This is DJ Bull. Let me get off here if I uh, slap somebody right behind me. I didn't lose the damn mind. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. I'm out.